Welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. Uh, who was the ropingest, writingest, newspaper writingest, movie starringest, radio talkingest person to ever come from Oklahoma? Why, that's Will Rogers, of course. And this week we're talking to Tad Jones, the director of the Will Rogers Memorial Museum and Birthplace Ranch in Claremore and Oolaga, about the legacy of Oklahoma's greatest pop star and how new funding is going to help make for a fascinating new experience for visitors. But first, our far too topical question of the week, we asked you, what is your favorite Will Rogers quote? First up is Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner. Um, I had to think a lot about this, and I think I'm just going to go with the classic. I never met a man I didn't like, because it's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he did. We all have. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think that really captures the spirit of who Will was. And, you know, something that we talked about in the interview, which people will hear in a second, is that even when he was saying things that were challenging, he didn't... He didn't do it in a way that made people feel less than. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I, I just really like that. So I, I feel like that quote really, ex- like, because I feel like nowadays when people express an opinion, it's very like, and you're, you're, you're. If you disagree with me, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even get to be alive. Like, <laughs> it's just that's just not cool. So I, I like that about him. All right, managing, managing editor Carly Ibarra. I had a really hard time choosing because he has so many amazing quotes. Um, so I didn't choose. I picked more than one. And Megan's not here today, so that's you to, fine. You get to have Megan serving. <laughs> uh, never miss a good chance to shut up. That's it's just really great advice one. for that's always. All things. A- it's good, it, it, uh, applicable across all situations. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are no dogs in heaven, then when I die, I want to go where they went, of good course. One, naturally. I figured that was going to be. We had that as a page quote in the magazine, I believe, more than once. Yep. Yep. Um, And when you're through learning, you're through. I think this one is just great because, like, you can be, you can keep your brain young if you just keep pursuing more knowledge. So, yeah. Yeah. Research editor Ben Lucian, the youngest among us. (laughs) That's true. Not by much, I would like to point out. (laughs) Not not by much, but on a technicality, yes. (laughs) Uh, I also went with never miss a good chance to shut up because I feel like uh, he pre conceived social media perhaps <laughs> uh, that's definitely a philosophy and it's an advice that I try to follow and routinely uh, like fail to heed it's actually great it's actually great uh, advice for interviewing too because if you're quiet you can get people can say more they fill the time that's so true. Yeah. that's true yeah what about you Greg <laughs> uh, well Sorry, I, but- no, I was trying well, to be quiet on purpose to get Greg to start uh, pouring out his soul on the podcast Good. good oh, that is technique. that is a that's not going to be a good podcast. Um, uh, I I chose one that I think reflects something in our uh, in the Oklahoma Today style guide, which is things ain't what they used to be and probably never was. I like that. One. Yep. You know the 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 good old days were not as good as you thought they were, that's and they probably weren't even. Like old. you, <laughs> like like you imagined. No, we're all striving for a past that wasn't there. Uh, we're not always like the best authority on our own uh, experiences. I mean, I feel like I've said this a million times, but like things are really easy now. Yeah, like we have medicine and technology and it's streaming all, and channels, running water. Autocorrect. It's all just so great. Yeah, Yeah, big fan. Uh, Here is what you guys had to say. Anna Eddings, uh, this was actually, this one really made me laugh. Tulsa is a residential suburb of Claremore where we park our millionaires to keep them from getting underfoot. Oh, that's a burn on Tulsa via Claremore. Yeah, uh, uh, which is, of course, Will Rogers' hometown. Yep. Uh, Sky Docket said, uh, live your life that you wouldn't be ashamed to sell the family parrot to the town gossip. That's a good one. I like that one. That's a good one. one. 
Uh, <laughs> Margaret Adcock had, I don't make the jokes, I just watch the government and report the facts. Oh, uh, I love the His good. political quotes yeah. are hilarious. Yes. You know, um, after... What was talk- the one about, I'm not a member of an organized political oh, party? I'm, I'm a Democrat. Got it. <laughs> don't, don't, it was coming. Was D. Yeah. Morris, yeah, I'm not a member of any organized political party. I'm a Democrat. <laughs> uh, Chris Lewis, uh, this one, <laughs> this is a peculiar country. Uh, just <laughs> I mean, short and to the point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ann Raymer, of course, had never missed a good chance to shut up. Uh, Paula Petty, don't let yesterday use up too much of today. Oh, I love that's that a good one. one. That's a really good one. Um, Andrea Rudy uh, said, if there are no dogs in heaven, then when I die, I want to go where they went. And uh, someone called the stationary fairy had letting the cat out of the bag is a whole lot easier than putting it back in. I don't know who the stationary fairy is, but what can I leave under my pillow at night so that the stationary fairy will <laughs> <laughs> A dried out pen. $25. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. Like, oh, this pen is dry. Leave it under your pillow. The stationary fairy will come and bring you a brand new dream journal. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk to Tad Jones at the Will Rogers Memorial Museum. And we are extremely pleased to welcome in uh, Tad Jones, who is the director of the Will Rogers Memorial Museum and Birthplace Ranch uh, out near Ulaga. Uh, Tad, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. So, um, obviously, I think a lot of Oklahomans uh, know of and claim Will Rogers as our own, but not necessarily everybody really understands uh, who he was and, and his significance. At one point, he was he was kind of the biggest star in, in the world, wasn't he? Yeah, um, he was. He was the biggest star in the world. And I could probably argue he was the most uh, beloved character maybe in American history. Um, you know, you have people like George Washington who were respected during their time, you know, the 13 colonies, but, you know, looking at America after most of the country was, was, was here that, you know, Will Rogers was beloved from coast to coast and all over the world as well. And he was, you know, he was read by every person you think about today, you know, you got your Twitter and your blogging and your podcasting and everything else but we'll dominate all aspects of entertainment. And so he was the number one newspaper person. Uh, he had over 600 newspapers that syndicate him. So, you know, everybody's reading him that day. And he was kind of the first, kind of the first person that tweeted because every day he had just a short <laughs> commentary yeah. and everybody read what did Will have to say in a paragraph or two. Uh, he was number one radio. Uh, churches would move their Sunday evening services when Will was on. So, People didn't have to choose between Will Rogers and church. Uh, he was the number one most sought after public speaker. They loved him to come to their, you know, whatever they were event that they had. And Will would come and give a speech and he could talk for two hours off the cuff. And it was just amazing. And uh, he was the number one movie star uh, in 1934. So he had kind of risen up from his starting his career. And in 1934, he was number one. 1935, he was the number one male. Shirley Temple snuck by him in 1935. That was the year Will Will died. But he was a huge star. And the bottom line is every person in America heard, read, or saw Will Rogers in some form or fashion. It was just a, a rare individual. And, and, you know, it's so crazy to think about how ubiquitous he was then uh, and then kind of look at now we he's definitely this this sort of figure in Oklahoma history. Um, but but he is not I don't know that people really understand. Uh, and that's part of why it, it's so great to have the Will Rogers Memorial Museum and the Birthplace Ranch there, uh, because you guys are telling those stories. 
Yeah, and we're reminding people about it, you know, because we're working on a campaign right now. We just had a, a major investment from the Oklahoma to expand the Will Rogers Memorial. If you haven't been here in Claremore, it's a beautiful facility. But think about it, after Will Rogers died in 1935, you know, the country was mourning and and the legislature passed, uh, passed, actually Congress passed money too, is vetoed by Roosevelt because there was no specific plan on what to do, but they wanted to honor Will Rogers. And then people started donating nickels and dimes and, and built this museum. But you know, a lot of celebrities have come and gone since that time of Will Rogers being number one. And one thing that kind of to his, his detriment, I guess, that, that hurt him a little bit is there was so much reverence for Will Rogers after he died that uh, Fox did not play his movies afterwards, um, you know, like on syndication. Yeah. So, I mean, how often have you seen a Will Rogers movie? Not very exactly. often. Exactly. Yeah. You've seen the Marx Brothers, you know, you've seen other films from that time period, but they didn't want to look like that they were monetizing the death of Will Rogers. Which huh. in today's world, if you died, you know, immediately all your movies, you know, are out there for everybody to see. I, and, sometimes uh, if I cough too loud, uh, Nate next door is like, he goes, we're going to start the, the best of yep. Greg Elwell. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, you know, and that showed how much respect they had for Will. But it, again, the long term, it hurt his, you know, it's kind of his brand because there weren't his movies out there, even on Turner Classic Movies. You know, you won't see any. And Fox has had them. And the only place you can really see them is here at the Memorial. Every now and there's one or two are in the public domain that are out there. But but, you know, Will Rogers lived a great life. And we right now kind of our effort is say, you know, we need a good role model person uh, as citizens. And what better person than Will Rogers? He treated people with respect. He was a huge star, good family man, uh, respected by people of all walks of life, rich and poor, whatever it is. And, you know, he gave of his time tremendously. You know, when he was a big star, he would go into small communities and raise money for their local airport. I mean, just stuff that, you know, think of the biggest celebrity today, would they show up in a small town and just do a small fundraiser? Will Rogers did those things. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was an earthquake, Will was there, and flooding in Mississippi, Will was there. He was just a, a different character uh, in, in American history. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, the museum and the ranch, uh, and, and what can people who haven't been out there see, and, and what's changing for those of us who have been? Yeah. The, uh, Will Rogers was born in 1879, and he was born in a very well-to-do family. His his uh, granddad came over before the Trail of Tears, their family, and uh, and set up a ranch out near Oolaga uh, on the Verdigris River. To, and they, his dad built this beautiful white house on the Verdigris, they called it. He was uh, very involved in Cherokee politics, his dad was. Uh, he was a big rancher. Uh, he was a, a judge. He was a, a Cherokee uh, senator. I mean, just lots of lots of things. And so Will came into a very well-to-do family. Um, so we have the birthplace where he was born. It's a beautiful facility overlooking Ulaga Lake now. And then, like I said, in 1935, he died. And then 38, uh, the Oklahoma legislature built the Will Rogers Memorial in Claremore, which is about 12 miles away. And here we house, you know, saddles that he had. We tell the stories. We show his movies, uh, his ropes, and, and parts of all his life. But we're in the process now with a $7 million investment from the state of Oklahoma. We're going to build an event center, move our collections over. We're going to uh, update our exhibits. I mean, you look at today's museum world, 
there is nothing that you can't do. You know, just like when you watch a movie, you know, they make make the car, the characters look so real. And we can do that today. I mean, we're looking at 3D things where you can bring Will Rogers back to life and he can communicate with you. We're looking at new exhibits to tell Will's story. So over the next three to four years, we're going to be doing a lot of updates here at the Memorial so you can see how big Will Rogers was, how much he impacted the world. And quite frankly, a lot of things he said 90 years ago are still uh, relevant today, which is kind of comforting because yeah. you know, we, we feel like we live in a chaotic time and the politics of everything is, is fighting and you know, and all this, but, you know, for instance, one of my favorite quotes is Will Rogers said, the Senate uh, opens with a prayer and closed with an investigation. And <laughs> you look at politics today and what happens? I mean, there's investigations, you know, nonstop when you turn around and, you know, it was going on 90 years ago too. And Will Rogers commenting on that. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. That's actually our question of the week for our podcast listeners is, uh, is what's their favorite Will Rogers quote. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it because the, I, you know, I've always loved him, but, but there's always more. There's always, he was so prolific. I, I think that's the other thing, you know, people kind of forget when he, this, he had a newspaper column and newspapers coincidentally come out quite often. Uh, and so he's, he's filling that up. I mean, that that's, it was Will's look on the daily news. It was, it was what's happening in the world. And he was informing um, uh, not just uh, people of, of what was happening, but, but really kind of, uh, I think giving people a new view uh, on, on um, the larger happenings of the world through one man's eyes. Yeah. And he was so well read and very respected in his commentary too. And people liked it when they, you know, he joked about him. I mean, that was, you've kind of made, it. it's kind of like, you know, if they make fun of you on Saturday Night Live, hey, you've arrived, you know, exactly. and that's what it was. If Will Rogers commented about you, then, oh, wow, you've made it. And Will was respectful to everybody. I think that's what it made him popular. I mean, he never trashed an individual. You know, he might trash the institution, you know, oh, look what the Senate's doing or the, you know, the White House or something, but not the individuals. And that made him, you know, connected to so many people that he, he didn't have a, a harsh bone in his body. But you're right, he was so well-read that he shared his thoughts out there and think about every day. I mean, he's making movies, he's doing radio and every single day on a handheld or a little typewriter, you know, like this, he's putting out a daily column that could be a paragraph, could be two to three paragraphs and in a weekly column as well. So a daily from 1927 till the day he died, a weekly from 1922 until the day he died. Um, so he was a prolific writer and stuff. And so, you say you're having a contest about Will Rogers quotes, but one thing to be careful of, there is a lot of Will Rogers quotes that are not, we haven't been able to confirm. <laughs> I Will gotcha. Rogers said. You know, it's kind of like uh, every quote out there, you know, has been attributed to Mark Twain, Abraham Lincoln, or Will Rogers. You know, there's, <laughs> so there's a lot of them out there and uh, that may or may not like one of my favorites is, uh, you know, Will Rogers said that a man learns by two ways. One is by reading as another is associating with smarter people. Well, online, You'll see this quote. It says, a man learns three ways. One is by reading, one is associating with smarter people, and the other is is uh, by peeing on the electric fence. <laughs> well, that third part, <laughs> you know, wasn't a Will Rogers quote that we can prove, but we can prove the other two. So that just, you know, that there's some quotes out there that we're not really sure that he said. Well, uh, we the caveat, but he could have. You know, what's funny is um, maybe you can confirm this. I heard that Will Rogers said that you can't believe everything you see on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, again, we he might have said that. We just can't confirm it. 
but probably not that one because I actually do wish that Will Rogers right would have had a TikTok. That would be a good TikTok oh, to follow. Yeah. 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 I feel like he was I, I it, so there, I feel like there's not even a historical antecedent for him. I've tried before, you know, I've thought, oh, he was the John Stewart of his time now. Mm-hmm. Uh he was there's just not really there's not been anybody else like him. There's not been another career in entertainment that's like that. And I, I'm I guess I'm curious what what you attribute that to that no that no one came in to fill that same role that he had. Was he just that singular of a presence? I think so. I think he had such an amount, amazing amount of energy, you know, and you got to have that. I mean, he got up in the morning and was just going and nonstop. And he, his mind was always, I mean, you hardly ever hear about him resting. He was traveling the world. And, you know, he built credibility up too. You know, when he first started out on vaudeville, you just, I mean, there are things that he can say and get away with that if I say it, you get in trouble, you know, they're just, some people have built that credibility and he had built it up. I mean, people knew that he wasn't being offensive so he spent, you know, 10 years of his life on vaudeville and, you uh, know, in, in the Follies. And so by the time he'd kind of started doing newspapers, people respected him. And then he'd go around to these communities and start talking. He'd been in every state. So they all knew him and thought he was his friend. But, yeah, when we do talks about, you know, Will, we have to put five or six people together to say that would be one Will Rogers, you know, Tom Hanks <laughs> with, you know, the acting side of things and John Stewart, that's the example I always use, you know, he was kind of the first Johnny Carson, you know, and, and then on radio, you know, pick your, you know, um, uh, Howard Stern or whatever. I mean, somebody that was on all these different medians and yet dominated them. And, you know, there was nobody like Will that could do it. And I think he had built such a trust with the audience that they wanted to hear him, what he had to say. And they knew that he wasn't going to, you know, say something that offended him or, you know, was really off-putting. And so there was one newspaper man that called Will the most dangerous man in America because he had such a following. If he made a comment on something, you know, that could drive public policy. And so uh, they knew that he had a tremendous amount of uh, of respect throughout the country. Well, um, here in Oklahoma, uh, for folks who want to come out, um, tell me a little bit about the uh, family days at the Birthplace Ranch. And and, and, then you guys also have uh, Will's Country Christmas coming up. We do. We have a lot of activities. Family days is what we do at the Birthplace. So we have a great group called the Hands-On Historians. They'll be out there and they churn butter and they'll be doing different crafts and things of that time period. So that kind of shows you what life was like. Uh, and, you know, uh, doing corn, corn cob uh, grinding and stuff like that. So you get a little bit to go back in time for a couple hours and see what life was like. And then our Wheels Country Christmas is one of our big events out there. So the very first weekend of December, Friday and Saturdays from five to nine o'clock. Come in, it's all free, which is great, except for the hayride. Uh, but we have uh, vendors. We have Santa Claus. We have crafts. We have all kinds of different activities, food trucks. And then we have a hayride. It takes you down to the bottoms uh, by Ulaga Lake, and we have a Wild West shootout out there. So uh, it's a fun thing that we do at the birthplace. Man, that sounds really great. You know, this is this season um, is so nice for Oklahoma for for a number of. I don't know if you, if you've been outside. The sun's not trying to kill us anymore um, as much. Uh, so that's been really great. But uh, but especially around the holidays, I feel like uh, so many of our state institutions really come to life. Um, and it's so great to have uh, the Birthplace Ranch, 
um, you know, Guthrie, uh, the territorial Christmas. It really does feel like this is um, uh, just the most special time to be in Oklahoma um, uh, this part of the year. And it's so great to have uh, uh, an institution like uh, the Will Rogers Memorial Museum uh, doing these sorts of things and, and really opening up and and uh, bringing people in. What what do you find is your uh, your favorite uh, event out there at the at the museum? Well, I don't think there's a favorite. There's three that we do that are big. Uh, one is the flying at the Birthplace Ranch, which will die on August 15th. Will and Wiley Post. If you haven't studied Will and Wiley Post, another phenomenal uh, American, kind of lost to time, but I mean, an incredible person, discovered the jet stream, the first pressurized air suit. Will trust him completely when they were flying to Alaska, but uh, got lost in the fog and crashed Lagoon on August 15th. And uh, we do a fly-in for them in, in uh, August, uh, right close to that date on Saturday. Then we have our Will Rogers Days, which is early November. Will's birthday is November 4th. We have a movie festival. Uh, films all over the world come in. We have Will Rogers Day Parade. Um, so that goes on in Claremore. And then our Will's Country Christmas. I mean, we started that in the first two times that were kind of duds. And we're like, should we do this a third time? And, and then the third time we did it. Uh, we changed the time around and did it. It was kind of like in Phil of Dreams. You know, you're looking down the road at night and all of a sudden here come the lights, you know, and but holy cow, there's a lot of people here. They just That's kept awesome. coming and kept coming. And, you know, the thing about all these, you said all these other museums this time, there's a time when you need to turn your cell phones off. You know, you need to relax, you need to get away from um, you know, go back to a simpler time and just bring your family out. And I think that's what all these museums offer around the Christmas time is just take your family out, go relax a little bit, sing some Christmas carols, see Santa Claus, you know, and, uh, and make some nice crafts and those kind of things. We have some great museums that do those. Oh yeah. Well, and, and more and more every year, that's, what's really great. Do you, do you have, are there other museums that are reaching out to work with you guys? Because I would assume Will Rogers being again, so ubiquitous and, and especially across the state of Oklahoma, I'd imagine every small town museum and, and even some of the larger ones are, are looking back into their history and seeing where Will Rogers fit in with them and, and wanting to do collaborations. Oh, absolutely. We have a great team here. Stephanie Hunter is our education director. Uh, she was just at Harbor Village just two weeks ago doing that very thing. So we had all our hands on the historians there. They're going to come back here and partner with us. We partnered with Pawnee Bills. They've come to our kids' camp, uh, brought their carriage down, you know, uh, the stagecoach. Uh, we were at the Oklahoma, uh, Stephanie was at the Science Museum of Oklahoma City a couple of weeks ago as well with a hands-on historians. We've been at the uh, Oklahoma Historical History Center in Oklahoma City. So yeah, all those we tie into, they come to our events, we go to their events, and it's it's one big family that shares our history. Because it's a, it's a rich, rich history uh, that we just love to tell. And Oklahoma is, I mean, from the vastness of the last couple, several hundred years is, is so fascinating. And there's just so much stuff for people to learn about uh, Oklahoma history and its richness. And we do try to partner with as many as we can. I, I'm excited about OK Pop coming in Tulsa. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see their exhibits, but that's one too. You know, Oklahoma, or Will Rogers was pretty much Oklahoma's first pop star. Yeah, you know, yeah absolutely. So he'll be in that museum. And uh, when they get opened up here in a, in a year or so, it's going to be exciting to see that partnership as well, because so many great Oklahomans have done great things across the state. Absolutely. Well, Tad, thank you so much for, for coming on. Uh, yeah, folks, you, you absolutely much, need to get out 
to the Will Rogers Memorial Museum and the Birthplace Ranch. You can find out more at okhistory.org slash sites slash WR Ranch. Uh, that's going to get you uh, some really good information, uh, some more ideas on where you should be going. Uh, and, and Tad, thank you again for coming on. This has yeah. been so great. Um, and uh, and we'd love to have you back. Obviously, there's, uh, you know, Will may be gone, but I know you guys are always planning more stuff. Will's never gone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, there's, like I said, we're going to be doing a lot of renovations over the next couple of years. And so when we get together in two or three years, can't wait to share everything that we have that'll be going on. Good times. That's going to be the it's just a great place. It, yeah. Yeah. A, a, like an awesome place to learn about one of the like quintessential Oklahomans. Well, and I, it, it really does. It, it shocks me that now people just don't recognize like he was the biggest thing the biggest, anywhere. Yeah. Like the biggest star. Like, nobody life. didn't know Will Rogers. Yeah. He was and, the Lady Gaga of his time. Yeah. But you know what's so fun is when people don't know about him, you get to talk about him and you get that's to tell true. them about him. And that's, that's always very exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, now it is time for us to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendars for our weekly pod events. And first up, this time, it's Carly. Ooh. She got for us, Car. If you were to depict the spirit of the American West in animal form, you'd probably choose a horse. While they might not be as majestic as their half-siblings, mules are the offspring of a mare and a male donkey, they more than make up for it by being resilient, hardworking, and smart. And despite the saying, they aren't actually that stubborn. Mules aren't nearly as hard-headed as their donkey dads, and their intelligence makes them more cautious and therefore a better mount for dangerous terrain. They also can live up to 50 years, have harder hooves, and eat less than horses. Horses and can kick sideways. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> so celebrate these hunky-dory hybrids during Henrietta's Mule and Donkey Days, Mule Jump, and Trade Days, October 22nd and 23rd at Nichols Park. In addition to all the activities mentioned in the title of the event, there will also be a parade, children's activities, and plenty of opportunities to see the one-arm bandit, the 15-time PRCA Rodeo Entertainer of the Year, in action. You can also win one of 10 $50 fuel cards, but even if you don't win, it'll be worth the gas money. Sunny set the all-time record for a 72-inch jump back in 89, and I'm sure some of Henrietta's mules will be gunning for his crown. Admission is $5 for adults. Call 918-290-9315 or visit henriettamuledonkeyday.com for more info. That sounds like fun. It does. I've never been to a mule jump before. That sounds really cool. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Good times. I did not know a mule jump was even a thing. I didn't either. So go go to Henrietta. Uh, Ben, what's your event this week? Well, Carly's lucky that I can't kick sideways. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm very grateful. <laughs> Nate, no, that's, that's I'm across the desk from you. Yes. Yeah, you couldn't get me if you tried. Uh, years before Nirvana had everyone cosplaying lumberjacks and smelling like teen spirit, there was another band in the Pacific Northwest taking elements from punk and sludge metal to create the primordial stage of the grunge musical genre we all know today. That's right, I'm talking about the Melvins, a constant force on the alternative rock circuit for nearly 40 years now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Uh, and if you haven't heard Honey Bucket or Queen performed live just yet, I have good news because there are two opportunities to check the band off your concert bucket list this week. The first is 7 p.m. Friday at Kane's Ballroom in Tulsa. The second is 7 p.m. Saturday at Oklahoma City's new Beer City Music Hall. Either way, you'll know you're in the right place the second you spot the, I- the iconic frizzy hairdo of King Buzzo, which is in fact the nickname 
for founding lead singer and guitarist Buzz Osborne, and somehow not the name given to one of the bosses from Nintendo's Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously, though, a live Melvin show is not to be missed. Kurt Cobain himself, who often called the Melvins his favorite band, was once so inspired following a loud and raucous performance that he described the band as music's kingpins of emotion, high praise considering the source. For tickets and more information, visit canesballroom.com and or beercitymusichall.com. Man, what a show. What a bucket list show. Yeah. We've got a feature about Beer City coming up. Mm-hmm. And in yeah, past life, in a past life, I did interview uh, Buzz. Really? Oh, was, how was, was the interview? Uh, it was. He's an interesting guy. To infinity and beyond. Right? Yes, uh, <laughs> Mr. Lightyear himself. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, what's your Gosh. event this week? I don't know. Uh, oh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, so one of the things we do, of all the many things we do here at Oklahoma today, the one readers constantly ask for more of is history. So let me give you a little bit of Oklahoma history. Have you heard the name Glenn? Pool. Glenn Poole is a historic Oklahoman notable as the first person to get a high score on an arcade game then use the opportunity to spell butt on the leaderboard. <laughs> oh, really? Um, just being told that that is not correct. Uh, our team of fact checkers has weighed in. Uh, it turns out the Glenn Poole was one of the first and most important oil fields discovered in Oklahoma and where the town of Glenn Poole gets its name, coinkadinkily enough. And since the discovery of the Glenn Poole, did it sound like Ned Flanders? Yeah. Okay. Did a great job. Uh, yeah. And since the discovery of the Glenn Poole helped usher in Oklahoma's petroleum industry, about which you may have heard one or two things over the years. Uh, the people of the town of Glenpool celebrate Black Gold Days every year. Like Texas tea, but Black Gold Days. This year's event, coming up October 20th through 23rd, will feature food vendors, live entertainment, games, a carnival, and a fireworks display. Kids will enjoy turtle races, a frog jump, and a horse, a mule jump, and a frog jump in the same week. That's too much. It's jump month, folks. <laughs> uh, a frog jump and a horseshoe tournament, and everyone will love eating their fill of street corn, turkey legs, barbecue sandwiches, and more while wandering among craft tables and vendor booths. And if you meet some guy there named Glenn Poole, well, I, I'm telling him I said hi. For, uh, <laughs> for more information about Black Gold Days, call 918-322-3505 or visit glenpoolchamber.org slash blackgold days Days. So it's black gold, all one word, dash days. You had me at street corn. It sounds like really fun, actually, and it's going to be like perfect weather for it. Like this is a this is a really good season for just like wandering around outside with a turkey leg, mm-hmm. just checking out, like watching the frogs jump and and the turtles race. So Texas it's, Texas it's Tea, a, do they have that at HTO? <laughs> I don't know because we don't cover Texas <laughs> today. Folks, do you eat grass? <laughs> well, maybe you should. In fact, if you head to the bustling metropolis of Wewoka this weekend, you can eat and drink your fill of grass during the annual Sorghum Festival, oh, celebrating oh, about 25 fun. species of flowering poaceae. That's a fancy name for grass. Sorghum can be popped like corn, turned into flour, used as a cereal, transformed into a sweet syrup, suitable for pancakes, waffles, and the like, or even used in drinking alcohol. Not to be confused with fuel alcohol, which, yeah, they use it for that too. The usual Festival trappings will be there. Vendors aplenty, Indian tacos, kettle corn, rides for the kids, live music, and parade. But the Sorghum Festival has something that rarely happens at festivals for switchgrass or, or Bermuda. At the Seminole Nation Museum, they're using a mill to turn sorghum cane into sugary syrup, similar to molasses, and you can watch them do it. October 22nd will be a full day of sorghum-flavored fun in Wewoka. Visit facebook.com slash Wewoka Sorghum Festival OK to learn more. That sounds <laughs> I, like fun. Yeah, it I sounds like, like a lot of fun. 
fun. I, I do the, the 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 website oh just gets me because I'm like yes probably somebody else already took We Woke a Sorghum Festival and they were Actually, just like yeah I guess. maybe like the people who did the festival like a decade ago. Oh, I thought it was like We Woke a Texas doing the Sorghum oh, Festival. Oh yeah maybe uh, that'd be weird. Well. Uh, <laughs> the sound of me desperately trying to turn the weeds in my backyard into sugar means that this episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. Join us again next week, or if you just can't get enough, head to oklahomatoday.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at TravelOK.com, and we'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song, editing, and production help by Oklahoma Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit OklahomaToday.com. Before we have our goodbye, can we really quickly just say, because our colleague Megan is not here today, and the reason she's not here today is because today is Megan's birthday. Mm. So we all wish Megan a happy birthday. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. Don't sing it. Don't sing it. It's copyrighted. Don't sing it. Don't sing it. It's copyrighted. We love you, Megan, but we don't love you enough to pay the (laughs) Somebody should tell her that we did this This because I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to it. Very long. Hey, there we go. Goodbye. Happy birthday.